Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Well, hello, sister. Hi, sister. And hello to everyone else. Welcome back to Let Love podcast. It's a joy to be with you. It's a gift, Gash. How was your day, sister? It was good. It's prayer day today, so a lot of good prayer. You prayed. I prayed. <laughs> it was fabulous. A lot of silence. Excellent. Wow, wonderful. Yeah. How about you? It was, you know, I always find I pray better, well, it was raining all day today, mm-hmm. so it really was a nice day too. You kind of stay inside, and um, I don't know, somehow it just draws you into a, a little harbor of prayer uh, that uh, helps you to settle deep, I think. So, although I love the sunny days too. Of course, who doesn't? Amen, <laughs> amen. Well, you know, I, I was thinking, sister, just coming into this next episode, yeah. we're gonna talk about letting love cherish us. Right. But I really had a good time. It, it, uh, forgive me for being nostalgic. It threw me right back to my childhood. <laughs> and I started thinking about those things that um, I cherished deeply as a child. I wonder, I imagine everyone has these things. Oh, I bet. There's always. Did you have any of these things? Definitely. <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, I mean, just to, to name a couple. I, I did cherish. I had um, my cousin Dan had given me a. a Dolly with red hair. He, he named it Charlie, but I named it Redheaded Dolly. So I, I liked it because it looked like me because I had red hair. Hmm. So I'd put it in my sock drawer and we'd both sit in the sock drawer together, my redheaded Dolly and I. Oh, how lovely. Really cherished that Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Worthy of cherishing. It was. It really was. Great, great pictures of that. Um, I really cherished the family reading time when we read like the Lord of the Rings together. No kidding. Well, one person would read it. Dad would read it loud. Dad would read it. We'd all gather. It was really epic and fun. And uh, actually another experience, I remember I really, something I wanted to cherish, uh, I I really wanted wooden flowers to decorate my invisible house with. Okay. (laughs) How old were you then? I was like um, four maybe. Four. Maybe, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so remember mm-hmm. we went to go sit on Santa Claus's knee and I asked for wooden flowers <laughs> and my, my little sister asked for eggs. And um, oh, no. Santa Claus called my parents over because he was concerned. <laughs> but those, I, <laughs> those weren't the norm, huh? No, no, but that's what I really cherish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, isn't it delightful? Yeah. Isn't it just delightful? It what about you? What, what were your childhood yeah. Cherishing. Well, and I do. I, funny that you mentioned four years old, because those, all, all the memories I have of this concept of cherishing something, I think it all dawns at that age or something, because that's those are the ages. What immediately springs to mind three things. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a bunny, money, <laughs> bunny T-shirt. I really loved. I loved it so much that I wore it every day. Oh. Um, <laughs> until my mom. Um, I think she knew it was time that that shirt was retired, and um, one time it just didn't come back among the clean clothes. And I think she made at the time it was I was heartbroken as I really did cherish that T-shirt. But I think mom knows, and I, I know I thank her for that. I cherished uh, me and my twin sister got. Um, I think my big brother was trying to perhaps 
uh, tease a bit and got me and my twin sister when we were four at Christmas. He got us huge monsters. They were almost, they were stuffed, um, <laughs> stuffed animal monsters. And they were the ugliest, <laughs> biggest things. They were pretty, it was almost bigger than I was. Um, but the joke totally backfired. My sister and I loved these monsters and um, we cherished these monsters. We took care of them <laughs> and uh, they took care of us. And, uh, and so I loved my monster. And then I think most of all, I loved sitting next to my grandmother um, and, and playing with her rings. Mm. I just loved it. She had all these beautiful, um, you know, rings on her hands and, um, and just loved holding her hand and just sitting next to grandma. It was, I cherished that deeply. That's so beautiful. Isn't it lovely? I love that. Oh. Um, yeah. It's, it's, well, and it, it's heartwarming to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It brings you right back. Yeah. 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 What's important to you. Amen. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I, I think it's, yeah, it kind of brings us into what we want to look at today. Yeah. Let love cherish you. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's like, there's a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? Like, how do we do that? How, we, how do we go about that? What does that mean? What does it mean? Well, gosh, should we, um. Maybe I can kick us off with a prayer. That's the best way to start. <laughs> we, can, we can open it up. What do you think? Sounds great. Well, here uh, we go. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed Mother, we just ask that you draw us into your immaculate heart uh, and the fullness of grace to be found there, into your own yes to the Father's love and his will and plans uh, for you, into your own uh, prayer and contemplation um, that you help us to see and to know your son uh, and his love for us with greater depth uh, throughout this day and this time and we just ask for your prayers in a very special way blessed mother be a mother to us now as we say hail mary full of grace the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb jesus holy mary mother of god pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Grace. Pray for us. Amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, so I loved your question. Thanks. I thought it was a good question, too. The, defini- <laughs> <laughs> the definition of cherishing. Yeah. What is like? What does it mean? I to guess. cherish. Yeah. Well, I took, some, I took a moment because initially it's like, yeah, I just wanted to open this thing up on a, yeah, what does to cherish mean? Because I think it can get pigeonholed into, mm-hmm. at least in my world, a little bit. Um, well, I looked it up in the dictionary. Great place to go. And here's what it said. It's actually s- stunningly universal and wonderful, wow. uh, as one might expect. But it means, among other things, to protect and care for mm. someone lovingly. Um, synonyms worth words like love. Revere, esteem, protect, be devoted to, care for, mm. admire, look after, shelter, keep safe, treasure, value. Mm. Um, wow. Pretty universal. Yeah, it really opens it up mm-hmm. and, and the understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Huh. And it warms up the heart. It does. Because mm-hmm. we all want that. Mm-hmm. We all want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, too, it's opposite. Yeah, I mean, the opposite. You think about, you know, 
the opposite of cherished is to be, you know, to, to be neglected mm. or disrespected, you know, to be abandoned mm. or irreverenced, mm. you know. And it makes me think of what Pope Francis called the throwaway culture, you mm. know. A throwaway culture is something where nothing is cherished or yeah. seen good in it in itself, right? To cherish something is to see this is good in itself. Mm. And this kind of like this, yeah, this posture of heart, I think now there's a lot of kind of um, irreverence, a lot of throwing away. And it's like we don't even know how to cherish things anymore mm. often, let alone people. Yeah. So, I th- yeah, it's really something. Wow, let alone each other. Yeah, hmm. yeah. And I think it's true. Um, yeah, this we live in a time where, yeah, it can be easy. It mm-hmm. can be really easy to kind of um, move on to the next thing or forget mm-hmm. the value mm-hmm. of of the person mm-hmm. uh, in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, placing doing over being mm-hmm. rather than valuing that being over doing. Right, kind of a utilitarian mm-hmm. look at at life. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. You can feel it. Like, you can feel the contrast in your heart. Yeah. It's like, oh, I am. I want that, and I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know? Gosh. But it, it's neat to even think, like, you know, like, just an example, like, we talked about our most cherished childhood things, mm-hmm. but, like, right now, like, even just to throw the question out to everybody listening, but, like, what's your, your most cherished treasure? Like, mm-hmm. if your house was burning... Hmm and you had to exit, what would you grab? Hmm. What would you try to save? You know, it's Whoa. a great, it's a great, like, Whoa. bring you back to your, your kind of gut question, you know? Yeah, yeah. I love thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I love imagining myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, gosh, I hope I'd be true. Yeah. I think as I, as it, right, you know, people faces the Blessed Sacrament, you know, here we live in a convent. Right, right. Um, it's where I go first. Yeah. Um, stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's a good examine. Good examination. It's fun. It's good yeah. to think about. Yeah. My goodness. Well, it's it's. Um, yeah. It seems to me. Yeah. This is. It's deep in our hearts. Mm-hmm. It's inscribed there. The desire. Um, I think of every heart is to be cherished. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about it, it's um, I can rest in that love, mm-hmm. a, a love that's cherishing me. That's where I can rest, mm-hmm. where I, where one can rest in the reality they're good, worthy, they have value. You know, resting and a love that speaks to us that we're worth protecting mm-hmm. um, and upholding. Uh, I don't know. A funny example kind of comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my twin sister got married, and so. Um, before, so we had the marriage and then, um, uh, the following days they celebrated a bit with the family and, um, it was the day after they got married and I was so edified and so moved by my <laughs> brother-in-law because he went to the cooler and they were about to take off, um, I don't know, on a road trip and, um, there was one Diet Coke left <laughs> amidst regular Coke and they both love Diet Coke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was watching it. He actually, it was his his narrative, everything that was going through his head was expressed verbally. And it was, you know, <laughs> I, I can't do the voice of my brother-in-law, but um, it went something like, oh, man, 
There's only one Diet Coke. <laughs> I love Diet Coke, but my wife liked Diet Coke. I will drink the regular Coke so she can have the Diet Coke. And I mean, I'm just standing to the side. I'm watching this all unfold. You know, interiorly, I'm like cheer- cheering. And I'm like, you know what? That, I was, mm. I was actually, my heart was soaring at that moment because mm. I'm like, you know, that is the love I want for mm-hmm. my sister. Mm-hmm. I want a man who's going to make the little sacrifices mm-hmm. to uphold her, mm-hmm. to speak to her of her value and her goodness and her worth. And it's such a small example, but I think it, it brings into life um, the reality that it's what we do in the little things yeah. that speak this, this yeah. very, um, I don't know, big and wonderful truth. Yeah. Um, and we're given the little things to reveal it. It's really true. It's really true. It makes me think of another story I heard, also a marriage story, but this couple that um, had been married for years, 40, 50 years, she had Alzheimer's, he didn't. And he said, he said, uh, the little video on it, you can look it up. I wish I could give you <laughs> the URL, but I forget. But anyway. Somewhere out there. Somewhere out there. But she, he said, it's an honor to care for her. She's looked after me my whole life, and it's an honor to care for her. So he, like, you know, brush her hair, dress her, feed her. You know, he built this special bike so that she could sit on the front of the bike. They always liked to bike together. And so he could could bike her. You know, he built it. he glued a tiara to her helmet Aww. because she is his queen. Aww. It was like, but it, just the, like you're saying, like the little things. That and it's stunning. He cherished her like she was, and she he, she didn't even understand everything that he was doing for her, you know? Wow. And I was just wow. like that. It's so moving. Yeah, to be cherished. To be to cherished. Be, yeah. Isn't that stunning? Yeah. Gosh. It's really beautiful. Gosh. Gosh, we're tapping into something. Um... essential it's super essential (laughs) essential but the reality is i think and even when i i think it took me it takes time sometimes Mm -hmm. i think to warm up to this concept um, because i think on the other hand and we mentioned this we live in a time Mm -hmm. and in a culture Mm -hmm. and um you know we're we're wounded um as, as much as we want to love each other perfectly, um, we're, we're always going to fall short yeah. on this side of the veil. Yeah. And um, I think there is a lot, many, who uh, might have maybe exasperated trying mm. to find this love, even mm. an inkling, even a taste. Mm-hmm. Um, people who would, I mean, I think, kind of give up yeah. on finding this love. Um, I think, to be real, we've probably all been very disappointed. Yeah. Um, in many moments, you know, throughout our lives, um, by those who were perhaps kind of entrusted with the task of mm-hmm. upholding us or, or speaking to us of our goodness and our mm-hmm. worth and our value. Mm-hmm. Maybe we've been let down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it can. It can, it can lead us to want to write it off. You know, that's, right. it's a fairy tale, yeah. right? That's for, that's for princes and princesses. Yeah. Um, and I think that's real. And I think yeah. we're living in a time where it can be really... Uh, a, a courageous act to dare to believe mm-hmm. in this love. It's really true. Like, you know, how could it, how could it exist? So right. that's a question in so many hearts, you know, mm-hmm. and ex- how could it exist for me, for you know? You. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't, like you're saying too, it's like we, a lot of us or in our lives, we have experienced, we haven't been cherished. We don't know what it is to be cherished. And mm-hmm. it, it makes me think of this, this phenomenon in orphanages in Romania 
maybe other places too, but um, if you go into one of these orphanages, it's silent. Mm. No crying, no laughing, no sound of children. But they're all there, lying in their cribs. Wow. And they've, they've, the reason it's silent, they've learned not to cry. Wow. Because they know, even if they do, no one will ever come for them. Mm. And kind of like you're saying it, really, I appreciate what you're saying a lot, because it makes me think of, this is how we can be. Wow. We've been so wounded or let down in love or haven't been cherished that we've stopped hoping even mm. or believing it's possible, you know? And wow. what a sorrow. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a sorrow. And and yet how do we? How do we begin to open our hearts to this? Where mm. do we find it? Mm-hmm. Um, truly, you mm-hmm. know, in the day-to-day life. Um and yet my inclination is the first stop is spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, that this, this is a gift that has been given mm-hmm. um, in and through our Father, God yeah. the Father, in and through our baptism, mm-hmm. you know, that we're his beloved sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. And this is part of our inheritance, actually, this, this love that is cherishing mm. always, mm-hmm. all the time. Mm. Um, I think we have an incredible security here as Christians. Yeah. I think we're often exiled from it from by experiences that we've had um, or whatever else, whatever ideas we pick up, um, whether that's in the culture or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, okay, I'm going to be, I mean, if I consult <laughs> <laughs> my own experience and others, um, there's an unlikely source of this all, mm-hmm. actually. Um, I dare say, to know God's cherishing love, Mm -hmm. we have to go to the cross. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's true. I think it's true. Right? And it's like, and I think the Father's heart aches us to Mm -hmm. know it. Mm -hmm. And so he gives us, he brings us to Jesus on the cross. You know, it makes me think, just as a kind of an image in order to, even understand the cross a little bit more, but like in ancient Israel, and, and to some extent, I think in modern times, there's a, hmm. uh, a ceremony called the redemption ceremony, hmm. which was where um, the father would bring his newborn newborn child, hmm. newborn son, to the elder of the synagogue. And the elder would take the child and say, do you claim this child as your own? Hmm. And the father would say, yes. And then the, the elder would reach out his hand and say, then pay the price. And the father would have to put into his hand a certain amount of money in order to receive his child back. Mm. So every son of Israel knew that he had been redeemed, literally ransomed by his father. Wow. That he was cherished. Ooh. He was esteemed. He was honored by his father. Wow. You know, and it's like, wow. And that brings us to the cross. Brings us to the cross. Because that is our redemption. Wow. Right? We've been purchased at a price. Wow. You know? Yeah. I mean, and if you, well, and placing ourselves there, mm-hmm. um, we're secure in the knowledge that we're, we're cherished. We're worth it. We're worth God the Father sending his son uh, down from heaven. I mean, that's a, that's, <laughs> you, you can't descend. <laughs> you just can't descend more than our Lord did. Right? He right. took on our broken humanity. Right. Um, lived a simple, I, many forget this. I mean, he lived in obscurity for mm-hmm. 30 years. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine being God 
and living in a backwater town, um, doing simple tasks, living the domestic life. There's a lot for us here, probably not for today, but um, life and all its sufferings. Um, and then he, he suffered and he died. Yeah. Um, he lived an incredible passion with each of us in his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked forth from the cross and mm-hmm. saw each person that ever was, ever would be. He saw you. He knew you. Mm-hmm. He knew your name. Mm-hmm. Um, died in a, in a personal way for each of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the challenge I see here to let love cherish us is to receive. Yeah. To step forward as God's beloved sons and daughters and receive. Mm-hmm. Active receptivity. Mm-hmm. Receive this gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, receive this the word that was spoken to us mm-hmm. here uh, to receive God's cherishing. Um, this is what the Father loves to do. This is what he's about all the time, right? Mm-hmm. What, is, uh, what is God doing when I'm walking down the street? street? He's loving me. Mm-hmm. What is God doing when I'm sleeping? He's loving me. What does God do when I sin? What does he do while I'm sinning? He is loving me. Wow. It's outrageous. Wow. And not with that we take that for granted. It's, it's, it's almost scandalous, but it's reality. Mm-hmm. This is our God. Mm-hmm. And the challenge I think we have is being willing to let our guards down, mm-hmm. um, humbly letting ourselves receive mm-hmm. this cherishing mm-hmm. um, forth from the cross, mm-hmm. claim the gift. Yeah. And how it delights his heart when we do. It's like, yes. oh, praise be to God, it was worth dying. Yeah. Because this is what I was trying to speak to them. Yeah. I love that, sister. Mm. It's so powerful. It's like letting him cherish us. Mm. You know, believing that he's cherishing us every moment. Every moment. Believing that I'm worth cherishing. Mm. That's another something block for a lot of people. I'm worth cherish- cherishing. Mm. You know? Um, it's just stunning. It's stunning. Yeah. And it's true. It's true. That's the thing of it. True. It's it's all true. The other thing I love about it is that it's always. Mm-hmm. This is never a question mark. This is always there for us mm-hmm. in every moment. We have to but to turn to it. Mm-hmm. For him to speak, no, 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 you're, you're more than your sin. That mm-hmm. doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. You are way more than your failures. Mm-hmm. That doesn't define you either. Um, you are what my love says you are, mm-hmm. which is beloved of my Father. Mm-hmm. It's true. This is how Christians, this is how we're called and dared to live. Yeah. Cherished. cherished. To dare, dare to be cherished. Dare to be cherished. It's amazing. That could be a tagline or a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but really. A cool, a cool t-shirt. Yeah. I like the t-shirt one. idea. I really do. I yeah. really do. Well, even, sister, do you remember the moment? This It got me thinking. Or it gets me thinking. B.C., before Christ, after Christ, when Christ, when mm. this love touched your heart, even like in a moment, right? The moment you, where you knew this love mm. existed. Mm-hmm. Um, or I, I imagine for those listening, it's like to recall this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. What, what, what was it for you? I mean, gosh. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I grew up in a kind of a rural setting Mm -hmm. um so there wasn't a lot of catholic culture even many catholics Mm -hmm. um uh and so i had never been to eucharistic adoration Mm -hmm. um until i went to a retreat a weekend retreat when i was uh just finishing up eighth grade 
And I would have to say I didn't go um, with too much of an open heart. I just was kind of doing what mom told me to do and, um, you know, paid attention half the time uh, until the last night. Mm-hmm. And they had um, exposition mm-hmm. and they started and I had no I had no idea what was happening. Wow. I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what the I, I just again, I wasn't I wasn't well kind of versed in this. And as the Blessed Sacrament, they process the Blessed Sacrament throughout this, this um, church. Um, all I knew, I mean, I was, as they processed the Blessed Sacrament by, I was, like, cut to the core of who I was. Like, my heart wow. was pierced. Mm. All I knew that, that it was love. Mm. And it was God. Wow. And that this God knew me, loved me, mm. um, and that this somehow my life was to be a part an intimate intricate um definite part of this love Mm. it changed everything it changed everything i went home and i made different decisions um i made different friends Mm -hmm. because i wanted this love to be part of my life Mm. um and yeah it's i thank god Mm. i thank god uh for that grace his, and his, he is so present in, in the Eucharist. Oh, so alive. He really So he ready is. to love. He is. He's waiting for us. Waiting. Sister, I love that story. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Mercy. It's well, how about so you, beautiful. sister? I mean, similar in the sense of no the kidding. Eucharist. Is, really? You know, like, I, I, had, I had, you know, I had um, kind of gone through a deeper conversion, mm-hmm. end of junior high, high school, and I'd fallen in love with the truth, mm. the truth of, of the faith of the mm. church and I, I really fall in love with the truth and then I went to university and uh, I made a decision to, to kind of stop hanging out with my friends who were kind of partying and I thought I don't really know anybody on, anybody on campus it's a huge campus 35,000 people and I was like I do know somebody and his name is Jesus and he's in the tabernacle <laughs> you know so I went and I splurged on a $22 Bible and I sat in front of Jesus in the tabernacle and I had fallen in love with the truth, but then it was in that personal prayer that I realized that he was in love with me. Wow. It was like he loved me, like me, me, the me I tried to hide sometimes. Mm. And he was happy that I was there. He was was pleased (laughs) with me. He was delighted that I came to be with him. And that was like the first experience of I felt myself to be cherished. cherished. I had cherished him and his truth. But it was like this, what? Wow. No, you were cherishing me all along, wow. and you just let me dip into it. Uh. it. It was stunning. And so that that time of personal prayer, um, that every day I would encounter him, was just life-changing, life-changing. Stunning, sister. Yeah, yeah. His, the way he loves. Yeah. Well, I, and to hear these stories, you know, to, to return to these stories, to ask each other these stories, you know, for those of you listening, uh, who have who have a community of faith, um, it's so profound to hear mm-hmm. of this cherishing love, and yet how unique and personal it is. Mm-hmm. How he speaks so personally to each of us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's it is so powerful. It's the love our hearts long for. Yeah, and it's always there. It's always there. It's waiting. It's waiting to hold us. Wow, you know, well, and even gosh, even if you look at the lives of the saints, oh, 
the um, best. The best. The best. But even I remember being blown away because, uh, again, um, <laughs> Bernard of Clairvaux. Oh. I really is. truly believe he's he's melancholic in temperament, at least in part, because I, I just appreciate him so very much. I need I need virtuous melancholics in my life. Um, but uh, have you ever heard about his his degrees of love? You know I have. Have you? I have. But tell me more. <laughs> well, were you stunned when you heard them? I was stunned. Okay. I actually I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I was like, what? Did yeah. I did I hear that wrong? Yeah. Did I hear that wrong? Right? Yeah. It kind of blows a, a it, wall open in your head. Yeah. And your heart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Something happens. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened. Okay. I'm just going to, for the, again, I'm just going to state them. We're not going to unpack them, but they're just, it's profound to hear. So, first degree of love is loving yourself for your sake. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll let people ponder that. <laughs> Take that one, ponder it, look it up. The second degree of love is loving God but for my sake. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're growing a little bit up the <laughs> ladder here of love. The third degree of love is loving God for God's sake. Hmm. Isn't this per- so you can see there's a growing selflessness, self-gift yeah. um, in this exchange. And the fourth degree of love, ready? I'm ready, I'm getting ready, I'm sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> loving yourself for God's sake. Yeah. Wow. Loving yourself for God's sake. That is, in a sense, this, and not a narcissistic, um, self-oriented love, but a, um, a true mm. love mm-hmm. flowing from the reality that love has made us. Yeah. Uh, love is always loving us. Yeah. And love is ever seeking and is the definition of our lives and mm-hmm. wants to be, mm-hmm. wants to express that in a thousand different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, if we would but notice, mm-hmm. you know, notice love. God loves when we notice. It's so true. How he loves us. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And, and when we love someone and we love what they love, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so God loves us. He died for us. Wow. You know, and wow. when we love to love him, we love what he loves. So mm-hmm. we love ourselves for his sake. Powerful. It's amazing. It's so powerful. Just yeah, chew, chew on. That. I mean, you could just chew on that for weeks, months. But it and well, and it kind of it just puts forward the challenge here yeah. is, um, gosh, I've got to. It's like how do I how do I start moving into tapping into this mm-hmm. reality? I have to ask for the grace to let my guard down. Yeah. Take off my masks. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, let go of the ways I define myself. Mm-hmm. Let go of expectations I have of myself. I mean, whoa, stakes are high here. Yeah. But what do we get in return? We get, we are defined by the only thing that can define us. Mm-hmm. Um, we tap into what our hearts thirst for, something that's infinite and will never be satisfied by anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally yield to what it is we long for most, which is this love. But we need, I mean, I know. Um, yeah. I have to labor in this way. I've got to ask for the grace to receive love, um, not to judge myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't mean I'm checking out and and um, not seeking to live um, a life of, of grace and virtue. Mm-hmm. It means I'm letting God in. Mm-hmm. I'm letting this reality blend more mm-hmm. deeply with, with all my stuff, mm-hmm. with all the moments of my life. Amen. Et cetera, et cetera. It's really true. 
um, you know, and it, and and to let it let it be like let blessed mother said like let it be done unto me, mm. let me be cherished, wow. you know, you know like a baby doesn't fight his mom, you know even if a poopy diaper, <laughs> the mom doesn't stop cherishing the baby because he got a poopy diaper, no. you know it's like no. wow it, you know, mm. to to let ourselves as a child would in mm. his mother's arms. Mm. To let ourselves be held, be cherished, be seen, be loved. It's, yeah. It's good news. Yeah. I love that. It makes me think of something amazing we heard recently. Really? About Our Lady of Guadalupe. Ooh. This is just a she's great way to... one of my favorites. She's the best. And if you don't know her story, I wish we had time to tell it now, but you got to look it up because it's amazing. It's amazing. And we might tell it at a later date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a teaser. Yeah. It's like a, like yeah. a trailer. Appetizer. But when Our Lady in Mexico in 1531 appeared to Juan Diego and she when she called him mm. I didn't know this I it, it, in Spanish it's translated as like uh, Juanito Juan Deguito like little one diminutive diminutive you yeah. know which is very sweet and tender mm-hmm. but actually what we learned the other day from our dear good friend Mrs. Aguilar yes she taught us that actually in the the language that our lady was speaking which was the the native indigenous language mm-hmm that Juan Diego would have spoken, it, it's actually not that. What it is, is Watson, Juan Deo, Deo, <laughs> Diego, <laughs> Diego, you're doing great. Thanks. I've never spoken this language before. And <laughs> yes. My in- inaugural time. There we go. <laughs> but she was saying that, that Tsin, the little addition, yeah. like Watson, Tsin means worthy, wow. worthy one, wow. honored. Mm. You know, so Our Lady is saying to Juan Diego, my little, my, my, my worthy one, wow. you know, and she says later, I who have the honor of being your mother. Isn't that stunning? This is a, the mother, queen of heaven. She cherishes her children. She cherishes the honor she, of being mother. It's stunning. It, it changes everything. It changes it, ch- everything. it changes everything. That you are worthy of being cherished. I am worthy of being cherished. Wow. Blessed Mother said so. It's melting um. my brain like lava. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so stunning. It is. It really is. Well, and I hear, I mean, if we want to break that open universally, it's like that's our, I mean, that's our word to each of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she calls each of us. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to mother us. Right. In our, I think Juan Diego, I, I've heard many speak in reference to the reality that he really reveals the beauty of the lay vocation. Mm-hmm. Um, in a sense, in, in his simple state of life and the beautiful state of life mm-hmm. that he lived, um, um, stepping into and claiming that summons, mm-hmm. um, that invitation mm-hmm. to be an ambassador of God's love and truth, and in what a powerful way mm-hmm. to to um, arise mm-hmm. in the fact that um, God the Father, the Blessed Mother, mm-hmm. um, she's honored at the task of mothering, and of she wants to call you in. Mm-hmm. Um, to be at the service of God's grace. Think about Juan Diego. They, they called him the talking eagle. Yeah. Um, but he spoke and assisted this message of Our Lady. There were 9 million conversions in... Yeah. Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's outrageous. An entire culture was overturned through the fidelity of this humble servant, Juan Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who is worthy. And each of us, in through our baptism, mm-hmm. as God's sons and daughters, we step into this yeah. uh, same reality. Yeah. Um, and what is God's mission? What is, what is Our Lady? Ask Our Lady to help you claim your mission. Mm-hmm. Discern what it is. Mm-hmm. Give the unique gift and be carried in giving it by God's cherishing love. Mm-hmm. Amen. Sounds like a good and holy dare. It sounds very good. And a beautiful adventure. Yes. Hmm. It's like, like in the baptism of Jesus to know this is my beloved son, my beloved daughter with whom I'm well pleased hmm. to live out of that. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I think it touches the deepest, deepest call. Yeah, um, definitely. And our mission. Definitely. And grace. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. I just... (laughs) So much. (laughs) I feel like we've covered some beautiful ground. We have. And it's something I know I want to take to prayer more. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I guess um, before we go, I have a thought. Tell me. Um, Well, my my challenge or the invitation, I know what I feel like going and doing right now, so I'm just going (laughs) to share my... uh, What I think is an inspiration is... Simply to go and take time to meditate on the cross. Mm. Um, to just meditate or even just look at and reflect on a crucifix for three minutes. Mm. Um, to place yourself there. Uh, to know yourself as loved. Mm-hmm. Yes, a sinner, but a loved, forgiven sinner. Yes, um, someone who, I'm sh- as, as we all do, have quirks and um, <laughs> gifts and gaps and uh, weaknesses and blunders uh, probably that uh, you're overcoming uh, as, as you uh, ponder your day. But look and let this love um, mm. be the final word mm. and be the word that comes into each, uh, each of these places. Mm. Um, that would be... Uh, yeah, just a little a fun invitation. That's, I love that, sister. Hmm. I love that. That's powerful. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, sister. Yeah. What do you you have anything before we go? Well, I would just say maybe just ask Our Lady, hmm. like Our Lady of Guadalupe, to just, Blessed Mother, um, show me how I am cherished. Hmm. Show me how I am cherished. Hmm. Just to ask her simply. And let her do it. Put it in her court. You mm. know, let her let her reveal that to you. Wow. Yeah. I yeah. love it. That's beautiful, That's sister. Yeah. Wow. So wow. we are treasured. Amen. We're cherished. Uh, <laughs> we are. We're loved. Um, we're sons and daughters mm-hmm. with an inheritance and a kingdom of love uh, mm-hmm. to claim and live in. Mm-hmm. And um, don't let anybody tell you anything otherwise. Amen. <laughs> You know? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, golly. So, should we end with, <laughs> end with a prayer? Let's end with a prayer, yeah. sister. I wonder if you would bless us in that way. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Jesus, we thank you so much for this time, this time of conversation. We thank you for all the ways that you reveal to us that we are cherished. We ask you, Jesus, right now to um, open our eyes to you, to your love for us. We ask you to open our hearts to the beauty and power of the cross. Um, Lord, tell us who we are. Help us to know that we are cherished by you in every moment and in everything. 
Help us to know that we are worthy of cherishing, that you have a plan for our life and our love. We entrust ourselves, all our needs and intentions, and all those in our lives whom we cherish. We entrust them to your heart and to the heart of our Blessed Mother. And we give you glory as we pray. Glory be to the Father Father, and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit, as it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and it will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Such a gift to be with you, sister. Thank you. Gift to be with you, sister. Amen. For all those listening, we're praying. See you next time. And God bless you. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.